Hey, this is Keith Price, and I am so glad that you have become a part of the Keith Price's Curtain Call family. It is really great that you guys are enjoying it, and I really, really feel like I want to give you guys more and do more for you. And the only way that I can do more is if I can get a little bit of help from you. So what I would like to ask of you is that you check out, if you're listening to the podcast, to the Patreon page that I have started in which I'm asking that if you have an extra buck or two that you could throw over to the side once a month, I would be very appreciative. As time goes on and the more support that I can get and the more energy that I can create, behind this, it will give me the opportunity to reach more people. And the more people that love theater in the world makes the world a better place. So www.patreon.com slash Keith Price Curtain Call. Help a brother out. Come on now. Help a brother out. Thanks a lot. You are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. All right, this is Keith Price, and we are here at, I don't even know what the name of this bar is. It's Retro Club NYC. At the Retro Club NYC for the exclusive after party for the uh, screening, actually, of the kind of awaited musical, because I remember hearing that this was going to be done, I guess, about a year or so ago, and I remember thinking then, it's like, all right, let's... You, that's a very tall tale to take on, and I'm now sitting here with the director... Mr. Tom Gustafson, who, if you do a little search, can see that musical genre is not something he is unfamiliar with. Um, I was actually looking at the, not fairies, but the world were mine. Were the mine. Now, it seems to me like, I, was fairies like the, the beginning of that energy, and then you just took it to a bigger format? Yes. Yeah, fairies was a short film that I did, that I just had like a little idea for like a, you know, kind of a one joke, uh, film about a guy who turns his whole school gay and it did really well on the festival circuit and so um, at the time a lot of people were saying to me hey look if you want to do a feature that piece people love and you really need to kind of expand it and so I went back to the text of A Midsummer Night's Dream which is what it's based on and used that to expand it and brought in Corey who's my partner who is a screenwriter of Hello Again producer of Hello Again um, and we expanded it into the feature Where the World Mind. I love it. So now tell me about this Hello Again and how you got yourself involved because, again, this is like one of those musical gems that people, like, for me, in my Broadway history memory, it's sort of like it kind of felt like it came and went and it didn't have a very long standing. Interesting that this is a piece that somebody wanted to adapt as a film. Yeah, I mean, Corey has always loved it. I mean, he says that, you know, when he was in college, which dates us and him, but uh, it was out and it was, um, you know, he was just kind of obsessed with it and Michael John's music. And so we've been very big admirers and fans of Michael John for many, many years. And we actually met Michael John about another project that we would love to bring to the screen. And as we kind of went down that road, we realized that that is a much longer road because of other people involved. And so uh, as we grew a friend, you know, got a friendship with Michael John, we started talking about kind of his other stuff. And Corey brought up Hello Again. And we loved the idea of like, you know, first of all, we knew that it was going to be an indie. We knew there was going to be low budget. And uh, we liked the challenge of saying, hey, let's bring this piece that is, you know, there's there's 10 actors who are all stars within their own piece so we can attract great talent. And then the challenge of having 10 time periods was really crazy. There's no indie film like that, and that, that excited us. So that's kind of why we went down the path. 
Wow. It's like, because, I mean, you talk about that cast. You got, like, Martha Plimpton. You got Audra McDonald, Little Cheyenne. I mean, there's, like, a whole lot of stuff going on, and you're bringing the Broadway names, which I think is always the best part. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you need people that actually can sing to sing Michael John's music. Yes. Um, so, you know, first and foremost, we are like, look, we need incredible singers for these roles. Um, so, yeah, we tapped into... Uh, Broadway, etc., to to cast it. Well, I mean, it was like, it's, well, it's an easy choice. I mean, pinning down six-time Tony Award-winning Audra McDonald must not have been easy, though, right? No, I mean, she's the first person we attached, but that obviously is because Michael John and her have a very amazing, uh, long um, history together. So, um, you know, and then once we started kind of shopping it around to other agents and you know, kind of our dream cast list, having Michael John and Audra you know, as kind of the first pieces was a great place to start. That's perfect. So Hello Again now is going to be opening, I believe, this Friday, like platforming it, right? Am I right? It opens Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, oh, my God. Wednesday, November 8th. Uh, we're in over 250 theaters. Uh, it is limited showtimes, so it's really, which is what excited us about working with Screen Vision and Chaos, who are our distributors, that, you know, it really is like event cinema. And we, you know, I think musical films and our past films are meant to be seen with an audience and really kind of experienced as an event. And so that's the release that we're doing starting November 8th. So what's it like now to be doing, this is how many projects that you had now with your partner? This is like... Uh, this is our fourth feature. Like what, Mariachi Gringo and... Um, a movie called Getting Go, which is a very small... Uh, you know, very music-driven piece, but kind of an homage to Andy Warhol and documentary. Um, we're the Romine Mariachi Gringo, Getting Go, and now Hello Again. Is it fun working with your partner? You could ask like, me that every day, and I'd have a different answer. Well, I was going to well, say, like, you know, I mean, on a creative tip, I know that it's very, you guys have very different roles, though, because you, yeah. as producer and director versus him as a writer most of the time. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's in my ear all day long. Um, it's great. I mean, you know, uh, it's some, we've been together 20 years. It somehow is working. So There's no reason to, to work. I'm just wondering because, you know, unfortunately, I'm single again. And so, and I, I think about what that would have been like if I had been working with my partner as well, like how that might have been a complicated series. But like, I, I love the idea that it can be done. That's, yeah. Every movie we say we're never going to work together again, and then we end up doing something together, which, I mean, it's it's great. And he, he's, I mean, Corey is, you know, his, he's all over this movie. He was the editor. He did visual effects. He was a producer. He wrote the screenplay. He did music producing. He is a, you know, genius in his own right. Or in other words, a true independent filmmaker. Exactly. Because that's the only way that it seems like you can get most of the things you want to get done, done. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the trick with any filmmaking. You start, like, looking at what, you know, the budget of this movie was small, and you start saying, okay, we need a music producer, we need a uh, post-supervisor, and you realize, oh, wait, I will do it because then that money can get on the screen. And, you know, and that's what we did. Every, every choice that we made for this movie was how can we put as much of the money actually on the screen like nobody was doing this for money no not, none of the actors none of the crew everybody was getting paid very very little and so we took all that money and and put it on the screen 
it's shot so beautifully, and I love I love kind of that there was like a smokiness about a lot of the scene scenes, and it's like it kind of just kept it very mysterious. Thanks. You know, we tried like we tried to because there's no kind of traditional narrative. We tried to make like the production design, the cinematography, the costume design elements that were like narrative threads all the way through. And so every kind of decision that we were making is how can we how can we make that kind of the cohesive part because the narrative is not as cohesive, it's more poetic. And like that that essence and theme of like lost love and love that's searching still for love. That's kind of it's interesting. I think like, do you think like when you look at your own relationship like you you found that person if there was if you were in that cycle like some of those characters like you think you found that one? It's funny. Michael John actually after one of the first screenings that we did, Michael John we were talking about the movie and like what the movie means and what it means to audience members and you know the whole cycle of searching. And Michael John is like, you know, you and Corey, you found your again. You know, like at the end of the movie, it says hello, and it doesn't say again. And he's like, you know, when you find your again, it's the, the circle is complete. Um, so I don't know. It's, you know. Well, maybe. It's very deep, very deep. It's like your actual, Im the art imitating life, imitating art kind of thing. Which is the getting go theme, which is, yeah, so. All right. Well, it is starting to get too noisy in here for us to continue a conversation, but congratulations on this film. This is Thank fantastic. You. Thank you very much. Again, November 8th, 250 screens, selected uh, screenings, which means that if you look at the, the um, like, what is it, the uh, the Fandangos and all of the showtimes, you will see that the, the timing is limited. So that means you have to make it a date night. Ow. We love that. So go out and see Hello Again in your theaters, honey. This is fantastic. So fabulous. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. And we'll be back. Okay, we're trying to keep the party popping. <laughs> and we're here at the Hello Again after party for their big screening that just happened. I told you before, the movie's opening November 8th in 250 theaters. I found out at selected times. I told you I was just talking to the director, and now I'm now talking to Corey Krickenberg. Krickenberg, who is the director. Also, I am music supervisor, choreographer. <laughs> He, this man is everything. How are you doing? I'm doing very good. It's a good night. This is a great night. So I was just talking to the director, a.k.a. your partner, and we were having this great moment about this film and the hello again and the whole concept of finding love and searching out love. And I was like, are you guys like living in this circle somewhere? Because as I heard from the grapevine, a.k.a. your husband, that you guys, you know, have, you know, this is like your fourth or fifth film that you've worked with together. You have several really great collaborative moments, and you're still maintaining your relationship. How do you doing that? It's really hard. Um, we actually are. We actually don't work together as well as we like are a couple together. But we have. But we're, that's because we're both like very stubborn, and we're both very good at very different things. And it's very difficult sometimes for us to take the advice of the other person. But at the end of the day, what we produce together is better than what we could produce by ourselves. That's even, that's more, 
That really does say more about the relationship, I think. That's also kind of hello again, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's a sum of its parts. I love it. So for you as a director, I mean, as a, the writer, you're adapting now uh, a piece that was, like I was saying, that it's not one of the most well-known Broadway shows. No. Well, I mean, it's, you know, uh, for people that know theater and love theater and especially musical theater, most people know this piece because it was it was kind of hit a special moment in time and the cast, the original cast was extraordinary with John Cameron Mitchell and Donna Murphy and Carolee Carmelo and Judy Blazer and like all of these and My Malcolm Getz, like all of these amazing people. And so a lot of musical theater people know this piece and, and it gets, because of the nature of it being 10 sort of lead characters, it gets produced all the time, like regional theaters, community theaters, college theaters, like it's a good showcase for actors. So it gets, so people know it, but it's not, it's not, you know, Les Mis, obviously, but. Or Chicago or Chicago, something. But, but as a musical, like it has such integrity and it's so interesting and so specific and so well written that, that you know, adapting it was a no brainer. It's like, it's, it's a cool piece. Yeah, because I mean, at one point though, I was thinking, like you said, as it not being one of the most well-known, that means that when you went into doing this, you it truly was an independent expression. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and Michael John, who wrote the piece originally, Michael John Lacusa, he was very generous with us, and he was like, I trust you, do whatever you want with it. You know, he had a few notes along the way of like, I would rather you not change this, or I would rather you, you know, do it this, this way, but, but he really trusted us and he was like, let's make this a new piece, like a new piece for now, which is why we, you know, we have a brand new orchestrations and we, we didn't go back to what had been done before we started with a clean slate with just the, the text, the lyrics and sort of what the story is about and built it from there. That table read must have been pretty fabulous though, come on. We didn't actually ever do a table read, which is funny, but no. Shut up! I wrote it and we just did it. <laughs> Damn, you better work, daddy. That's called being for real, though, Corey. That's a, this a, I'm a screenwriter, bitches. You know what I'm saying? But you know, and, and I didn't. I had great material to start with, so it wasn't. It wasn't that big of a stretch. But did you, was it harder to adapt the screenplay than it was to, let's say, working on like some of the other stuff that you did, like with um, where the world mine and stuff like that? Um, it was actually probably the easiest screenplay I've written, but that's because I, before I wrote it, I had like a 15-year history of knowing it. So I'd been listening to it, and I knew every word by heart, and I knew the characters, I knew, I knew the melody lines, I knew everything. So when I sat down to do it, it was more like a, a joy to be like, how can I expand? How can I open up the scene on stage? This would just take place around a lamppost, but how can I open it up and make you know move it through space and and like make it, you know, you know, more, give it more action and more, and ground it more. So that, it was really more of a joy than anything I've written before. Well, it's a fabulous piece. It's like, I, I, like I was saying before, I love kind of like, there was like a smoky kind of haze through most of the film, which I really enjoyed. And at first I kept thinking, is it my glasses? Cause I mean, I have bad eyes. I was like, oh, okay. They, these are setting the mood, mother scratchers. I love that. I love it. So congratulations. One of the things Audra said in one of the first interviews that she did for the movie was, you know, her character shot all nights 
So she was like, it was some sort of like fantasy dream that I walked into. She's like, I showed up, you know, when sun was setting and, and we did this amazing magic all night. And then I went to bed when the sun was rising and, and she put it really well. And she was like, it was really like a dreamlike fantasy to, and that's kind of what the movie is, you know, and a lot of it takes place at night in the dark and, you know, under the cover of like the shrouded night and fog and all of that. And so, yeah, it's a special piece. Wow. Congratulations. So. Again, hello again. Opening, I know, right? Opening November 8th, 250 theaters across the country. Selected times for you to see. You know, musical, this is going to be one for the musical theater fans, hardcore. The diehard ones, I expect to hear you going. And at the same time, drag somebody along that hasn't seen it so they can get a good, fabulous, kind of a different avant-garde musical experience, right? I love that. All right, and we'll be back. Well, this is Keith Price with Keith Price's Curtain Call, and we are at the after party for the movie musical, the very quirky yet odd movie musical, Hello Again. And I am now sitting with the, actually, the original composer of this, and I, and I said this earlier, and it's not, it's like, it was a very quirky musical to begin with. Michael John Lacusa is with me, and... It's so nice. It's so nice to be with you tonight. Oh my God. And we had such a joyous evening tonight. A lot of our original cast got together here tonight from yes. the original production, as well as from the revival. Everybody was here tonight. We had a, a, a joyous time. It was so exciting like, to see the movie made. So when they just said to you they wanted to turn this, of all the works that you have out, that this is the one that they wanted to make into a film. Yes, this is uh, the one they wanted to turn into a piece which is very cinematic in and of itself, you know, given the story, uh, the, the, the plot itself. Right. I mean, it was made into a movie years ago by Max Offel from um, Opal's, uh, yeah. who did La Ronde years ago. So it lends itself, I think, to the screen. I, so I wonder, like, when, when it happens, though, they come to you and they say they want to turn your projects into films. Like, did you ever start off thinking that anybody would want to do that with any of your work to begin with? Like, no, never, no. I'm a theater person, and I don't. I mean, I do TV, but I, but film is a different medium. Um, yeah. I don't. Um, I don't know a lot about it. So I, I mostly took a back seat in the making of this film, only to learn. Yeah. I, I don't want to, in, in, you know, infuse myself in something I don't know a lot about. Right. You know, and also too in movies, they really don't know what writers do. So. Yeah. Right. My gosh. So again, I mean, you're, you're, are you working on anything new now? I've got three new pieces in the pipeline, Kim. Because I really loved the first daughter suite. Thank you very much. It was like, and I was like, what is going on? And I'm like, looking over there is Mary Testa. I'm like, oh my God, it's, it's Lady Bush right there. Oh my God. This is really great. So it's you're wonderful. celebrating this. This is so wonderful. It's a wonderful evening. Yeah, we're all happy. And it was like I said, the movie is um, it's it's its own beast yeah. and its own thing. It's, and it's wonderful to see it uh, on the big screen. The cast is remarkable in the movie. I mean, I mean, it it's just an amazing cast from A to, to B, you know, Z and Z. It's all of with them. Audra and Cheyenne and Martha and Jenna and oh my God. They're all just so wonderful in it. They're really oh, remarkable. Fabulous. Well, congratulations. This is so fun. It's such a... I'm, I'm a fanboy of okay. yours. Wait, look. I, I'm doing fanboy here right now. I you. am having a moment. And it's like, for you to say that to me, you don't understand. Like, I... I am having a fanboy. I'm like, this is... I'm actually meeting you in real life. 
So, uh, it's okay. I'm good. I'm still good. Oh. Well, Michael John Lacusa, gosh darn it. Thank you so much for doing this. This is great. So now Thanks you know what has to happen? Here. You need to come to the studio and let's sit down and have a long combat. I would love that very much. Like, I will nice do it. And I would like, like to. This is too noisy. I don't even know what this is going to sound like when I get home. I would like that very much. I, I would, would enjoy love it. it. Really oh serious. I love oh that. My God. All right. I love this. So go see Hello Again. Opens um, November 8th. Uh, 250 uh, movie theaters, selected times. So it's like date night if you make it right. And at the same time, you musical theater fans, don't say that there's not making no more movie musicals. There you go. How you living, right? And we'll be back. Look for Keith Price's Curtain Call on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and now Mixcloud.